Those of you in the East Coast and survive who survived Snowmageddon, I, did it go all through the East Coast or was it just Pennsylvania? I, it, I mean, it might have snowed throughout the East Coast and it might not have been a big deal anywhere else. But if you're where we live, it was just a complete and utter clusterfuck. Yeah, I, I saw um, our friends at uh, Lehigh Valley with Love. They have a podcast, Lehigh Valley with Love podcast, but it's very <laughs> localized. I wouldn't suggest yes. it unless you're into that. Um, he posted a funny tweet. The Leah Valley is like a diehard movie right now. It literally every single it, in my thirty plus years of living here, uh, never have I ever seen it this wow. bad. Wow! Wow! Way to really dip your age, buddy. Well, I didn't live here my whole life, and I'm not over thirty. I'm not over forty. What are you talking about? When did you move here? Well, no college. Oh Jesus Christ! That's well, then years. technically, I didn't either, because Kutztown's not in the Lehigh Valley. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's not. It's not in Lehigh County. It's Lehigh Valley, though. Uh, it's out there. Yeah, well, it's semantics, but it was part of the Snowmageddon. Just ask our friend Jake. I'm, I'm kind of jealous that he beat me. He beat my record. For what? It only took him four hours to get home to my three and a half. It took some people, uh, my friend Tara, she was getting home from work uh, seven hours, uh, other people eight. Yeah. Uh, it was and very- it wasn't even like that bad, like, look, it's, I know. It's, so it's seven know, and a half inches here. Which, I know people in like up in Maine are like, ooh, but. This happens a just, lot here, yeah. It was, it was just the combination of gross incompetence, um, utter panic, fear, and too inability many, to drive. Too many people, and this happens every snowstorm, but this one it really caught us off guard. Too many people are like, ah, it won't be that bad. Ah, it's yeah. not going to be bad. And I, I did the I, same. I, I fell victim to that. I, at one o'clock after I had a meeting, I looked outside and it wasn't even snowing. I'm like, oh, I thought it was supposed to start at 10. I guess we're not going home early. It's not that bad. 20 minutes later, I was like, oh my God, let's get out of yeah. here. Well, I could have gone home and beaten the whole thing, but I was with my uncle. We're cleaning out my dad and grandmother's house. We're like, oh, it, it can't be that bad. Let's go get a beer and a you know, quesadilla real quick. And we did, and then all hell broke loose. Oh, man, yeah. oh by the way, I found my sleeping bag. Oh, the Marlboro one. The, the Marlboro one. I found it. I oh. took a picture because I wouldn't touch it without having it because it was up in the attic, I and I wouldn't say. touch it without uh, nitro gloves. Why aren't, uh, you, why aren't you over here doing the podcast live in your sleeping bag for a slumber party right now? <laughs> I honestly debate it if, like, as I'm sitting there not moving, I'm, I'm two hours plus in, and I'm, I'm actually, I'm sitting on, on a bridge looking down, and I see my old apartment where I lived, just thinking, well, I could have been home by now, yeah. but I moved another 25 minutes away. Um I was thinking, what would the show sound like if I just did the show from my car on the phone? Well, there was. A I, point, I was considering it because it was a possibility. There was a point where I would have had to do it from my office, which would have been fine. I have pretty much all everything. You work in a TV studio. Yeah, where I have everything needed to do it from there. 
I was the lone person because I attempted to go out at three o'clock and it was complete gridlock. So I turned around and went back to the office because I have the bladder of an infant. And I'm just like, I'm just going to wait it out. I called Enchantress. I'm like, and, and poor little um, Olive with one eye came home from getting uh, her Aww. baby maker taken out today. Oh. Yeah, so she's got a little cone around her neck. and she's not, a, not a good day for anyone. No, no, poor little, poor little Olive. And right now, Schmuffin is angry because we have her locked in our master bedroom with our master bathroom. We have a little litter box in there for her and food. Well, Schmuffin has her own food and everything downstairs, but she wants the food in there. <laughs> so she's camped outside the door just waiting for... I would love to be locked in a master bathroom for like a day on end. Just give me, a, rather than, you know, I don't need a litter box because I, you know, there's a toilet, but just give me like a box of wine and slide a stromboli under the door every like 20, 25 minutes and I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's living. We don't, I'm not trying to sound fancy or anything, but our bathroom is connected to our bedroom. So we don't have that outhouse anymore. And, um, nothing. I'm just going to no-sell my outhouse joke. What? I didn't get it. Uh, was, I was, I'm not sounding fancy anymore. We actually have... Oh. Everyone has a bathroom anymore connected to their master bedroom. Well, do you have a master bedroom? Yes. I have I have a slightly larger room compared to the other two, which well, makes it my bedroom. Your house was built during the Civil War, wasn't it? Uh, How old is your house for the people out there? For real. Uh, Rough estimate. Uh, early 30s. So, yeah, there was. But it was like built by the guy that like he like he bought the land and built the house. And for you wood nerds, all my original, all the original trim is there and it's all American chestnut. <laughs> What's and what uh-huh. about American chestnut? Did you tell me? Uh, it's basically it's. uh. I mean, it's. I think it's considered like threatened now, but it, I think, or is it extinct in the wild except for one tree, and they won't release the location of it. But up by the uh, game preserve by us, they actually have a breeding program where they're trying to grow more of them. There was a big disease that wiped them all out back in the day. Well, I really mean, nice wood. It's not like the spotted lanternfly that's infested our area isn't going. Ah, those fuckers! Hopefully this, hopefully this inconvenient weather murdered them all. You mean this overperforming weather? This overperforming <laughs> quote, overperforming weather. Yeah, I, 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 way not th- way not to take responsibility for yourselves. Right. I think I found the secret poison for the spotted lanternfly too. I I concocted a little plan and wiped them all out of my house uh, about a month ago, and they haven't been back. So you got two cats? No, no, oh. it's actual poisons. It's nothing. It's nothing. Oh. Uh, what's the word? Holistic or anything? It's yeah. I use poison. Ah, yeah, like that. And I poisoned the hell out of them. And uh, yeah, if you, if you Google spotted lanternfly, uh, that's just something that they named it here because that's what it looked like. That's not its name. It came from the distant Chinas, and uh, it is to not, to my backyard. Yes, it is an infestation which is now encro- encroaching to the New York and Virginia area. But uh-huh. it, it all started where we live, thanks to. Um, Rodale, which is in our, which in Squeezer's old backyard and pretty much my backyard now, they they used to own a press, um, uh, the men, Running World or what, what is it? Run, Men's Health and Runners World. Uh, Runners World. Uh, Mrs. Squeezer worked for them for like a a week. Yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, they brought they have this garden, right, or something like that, and they, it it came over. There's a there's also uh, they also think it might have came over on some guy who imports limestone or something or marble. Uh, there's there, a lot of people are pointing fingers, mm-hmm. but it eats hops and uh, vines for wine. So all us drunks in the area are like, kill it. So I, I we and you're supposed to destroy every single one you see. So yeah. Oh, it's great watching little kids go after them and with such pride and patriotism. Yeah. It, it, it's like it's like that scene in uh, uh, Starship Troopers, right? Yeah, where the kids are just stomping the bugs and the teachers like uh-huh. cheering them on and screaming at them. It, it's what's funnier is the, the Enchantress when she's trying to kill one and she's about crying and apologizing and she does it. Oh no! She's like, no. I'm sorry, you didn't ask to come here, and I'm like, get out of the way. Like that's what I I do that with like a big, relatively large spider in my house. I'm like, look, you serve a purpose, but not in here. Um, but because of those, because I watched a uh, a spider like consume four spider lantern flies all at once. I'm <laughs> like, okay, we're on the same team now. Yeah, right. We have a, a couple spider webs under our deck, and there's like just it's just the webs are coated. And spotted lantern flies, and I came out, and she was just working away trying to web them up <laughs> for the winner. It's like, like when the Patriots play the Jets. Yeah, like that. I'm like, girl. all right, Tom, go ahead. <laughs> oh, the Patriots boy. are spiders because fuck the fuck the Jets. I'm more. I hate the Jets more than I actually like the Dolphins. I, there's one team I hate as a Vikings fan, and, and my buddy Josh from Oh I Had That could agree. The fucking Saints. Mm. Sorry for anyone who's a Saints fan, but I'm a Vikings fan, so all I, that's all I have to say for you to understand my pain. Oh, we could have had him. It's incredible. Could have right. had him. So something really sad happened this week, but I mean, we still had him. We're talking the death of Stan Lee. Yeah. And we still had Sad Hulk music. Thank we, you. We still had him in our lives for a long, long time. The brilliant man lived to be 95 years old. Yeah, it was a good run. Yeah, and he was just a prolific creator. There's this... Along with others. I came across a lot of articles just giving him shit. Yeah, everyone... when, When anyone, like... I feel like when anyone dies and so many people are, like, saying how much he was missing, there's those this group of people who are, like... Well, no, he really didn't. But uh, I, and, and people are like, yeah, but no one gives credit to like Jack Kirby and Ditko. I'm like, yeah, we no, do. we do. Yeah. You don't. Right. You, you, the 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 douchebags that don't know what you're talking about, don't like, like, yeah, we give them credit. We we give Bill Everett credit. Yeah, but and it's s- like, some someone said, and I forget who it was on Twitter. The greatest character Stanley ever created was Stanley, like. I remember Perfect. True Believers, the the Stan soapbox and Marvels and Excelsior, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of it. Like, Stan Lee, he was the managing editor. He was the art director. He was the creator in, in, in a lot of these characters. And, you know. Yeah. And it's like, no one bitches that we have President's Day. And, like, presidents don't do all the work. Why do we only celebrate the presidents? I mean, like, we celebrate Washington. But, you know, he didn't do all the work himself. I mean, who, does anyone remember who his, like, Secretary of Treasury was? Like, where's that guy's musical? <laughs> Seriously. Oh, sad Hulk music makes me sad every time. I know. Uh, a great story Kevin Smith told um, about uh, the first time he met Stanley he, when uh, he wanted to do 
Mallrats, uh, he wrote a scene with a guy based on Stan Lee for Mallrats. And uh, Jim Jacks, the producer, was like, oh, I like this scene. Who's that? Who is that? And he's like, oh, it's supposed to be based on Stan Lee. And Jim's like, well, why not get Stan Lee? He's a friend of mine. I'll hook you two up. So we called him and Kevin's talking to him about the role. And he wanted it changed. Like, he's like, my wife of however many years would get really pissed if, I, if I'm talking about this woman who got away. So can you make write a line that says I'm joking in it, which he did. And he said, have you act? He goes, oh, man. Uh, he's like, I love to act. I haven't done it in so long. And Kevin brought up his his scene in um, that made for TV movie, uh, the Hulk versus Daredevil that or whatever the Hulk. What's the, when Daredevil played Matthew Murdoch plays the, tri- the incre- trial of the Incredible Hulk. I think it was called. Remember that one? Mm hmm. And Stan Lee's got a cameo, and he goes, oh, yeah, I forgot I did that. <laughs> um, he was known for his scathing wit. And, and Mark Bernardin brought up, there's this video, i got to find it, where uh, uh, Rob Layfield, and it's back in the time when they were creators at Marvel, and Todd McFarlane are at her desk drawing, and they're working on Overkill. And they're like, yeah, this guy's awesome. He's going to have like missiles that shoot out of his knees. And Stan Lee's behind him like, why is that? Is he going to shoot little people? <laughs> He's like, do you guys put any thought whatsoever into this? <laughs> it's like, it's, you know, it's. I, I, I'm not, I'm not picking fun, but I do like, since that we don't have personal anecdotes about Stanley, we just quoted them from people that do. Well, yeah, when are you and I going to meet Mr. Stanley? Hopefully Manley? not anytime soon. Uh, well, I mean, Yes, and th- these are anecdotes from other podcasts, so it's, yes. it's really uh, we're, re- we're re- I didn't li- I didn't listen to that one yet because I uh, oh, oh you didn't have five hours in your car today? <laughs> did you have something else to do in your car? No, no, I did. I I, I, listen, I was able to listen to three complete podcasts on my way home. Yeah, yeah I, 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 our commutes were all from went from minutes to hours today, so I listened to that entire podcast today. Uh, so I have. I have, I have stuff to talk about. But I have, I have some good news, Squeezer. Oh, proceed. Remember, like, over a month ago, um, it was a month and a half ago, when I pre-ordered the entire line of DC Primal Age action figures from Funko. <laughs> I, I do remember that. Not just the figures, but I got the Castle Grayskull-ish Batcave and the, the counterparts for Battle Cat and Panther for Joker and Batman. I got them mm-hmm. all. Well, today, even though they're not supposed to come out till Monday, today I got three of them, well, four, because apparently I ordered two Batmans. <laughs> I got my two Batmans, Joker and Wonder Woman in the, in the, uh, from Amazon, and I, I, I Instagrammed them. I was so fucking excited. They look awesome. They're heavy. Um, I'm excited to get the whole set. I might buy a second set, one to keep uh, you know, on card. And, and you know, I've been listening to... Uh, get out! This could be added to the bingo card because I've been listening to them a lot lately. Zach Ryder and Kurt ha- Kurt Hawkins, the, the two mm-hmm. WWE wrestlers, they have the major uh, wrestling figures podcast, and they're very anti keeping figures on card. They're like, open them the fuck up and pose them. <laughs> I'm absolutely with them on that. Yeah, you see me. I I want to I want to touch them. I want to feel them. I want to smell them. Right, but I'm I'm like fucking comic book guy from Simpsons. I want them mint on card. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how we were just bitching for the longest time that it was impossible for us to get home, but yet some poor bastard had to drive around all day so you can get your toys. Yeah. Well, no, that came before the snowstorm squeezer. Well, yeah, but you know that wasn't the last uh, last delivery. Okay, I'll give you that. 
Um, but yeah, this is also <laughs> celebration. Well, someone needs their oscillating fan. What? Just saying that's oh, kind of the Amazon, Amazon delivery guy. Hey, he's getting paid. Okay. I stayed at work all day today. Yeah. So. In, in your toy room. <laughs> it's my office, Squeezer. With your four giant TVs on the wall. <laughs> it's my office. Anyway, there's cause for celebration today. It's like big. I know. Without the pian- I'm getting you a piano now. A, key, a foot piano? Yeah, a foot piano, yes. I, I, I am like Tom Hanks and big. Um, I want that big fucking Empire State Building transformer he was playing with. Oh. Even though he didn't like it, I want it. Um, this is cause for celebration. This is our... It took us... Hold on, how long are we into this? It took us 17 minutes to get here, but... Hey, everybody. One, wait, no, no, wait. 100 episodes or 99 episodes and 17 minutes to get here. <laughs> 99 episodes and 17 minutes to get here. But it is our 100th episode, Squeezer. Woohoo! And it is Look also our two-year anniversary. Wait, literally, like on the mark? Well, this this podcast would be our two-year, you know, with that schedule, yes. Two-year anniversary. Wouldn't... Wouldn't 50, 104 then be we, our... We missed two weeks when I was in Europe and we couldn't count. Okay, yes, I remember that. And then oh, yeah, and then... When your dad passed away. Gotcha. So, Look at us. Yeah. We're, so, uh, so it was like this... That's right, it was Nove- November. We did the Batman show. Uh-huh. And, um... We, uh, yeah, we're, we're freaking, we're rock stars with our, hold on, I'm trying to look at all the, uh, let me just see, I think I could look and see when we published it, so I get the exact date, uh, yes, 11-5-2016, so. Oh, so we're a little. Yeah. 11, our second Oh, episode. shit, it's the 15th already? Yeah. I gotta freeze that chicken I got in my fridge. Thank you for on 11-16-2016, we posted our second episode, Saturday Morning Cartoons, which kind of took this format of us each talking about five things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're, we're at a two-year anniversary. 100 episodes, okay. two years. Look at us go. I can't believe we still have more shit to talk about. Yeah, we got... Uh, we, this is a lot of hours. A lot of your life... Is, if you've listened to every episode... I'm sorry <laughs> for wasting your life. It's like driving home in a mediocre snowstorm for three and a half hours. All right. Uh, so this, for our 100th episode, we're talking malls. And originally when I knew we were going to, we're close to 100, I wanted to do more. I wanted to do like, like collect like all your stories about malls. So if you have a good story about a mall, fucking email me. And I, I want to make a good blog about it. Like email me pictures. If you have old pictures of your mall, we have a story about your mall. Email me, and I'm going to post them all on our blog, rk at radios.com. And just, just I, I, I love, like, malls suck now, and but they used to be fucking glorious. Yeah. That's what I, I mean, I kind of knew that going in, and I really don't even go in. The only reason I even go to the mall, I go to the mall to do my Christmas shopping, and I don't even buy, I buy one thing. I usually, like, something minuscule, and it's just an excuse to go and sit at the bar at the little German beer garden and just pound a couple, you know, 
couple of beers in the middle of the afternoon and have an excuse to do it. And go, oh, yeah, I'm Christmas shopping. Yeah. Um, then, then you go outside and look at all the cute calendars with the puppies and kittens on them. Yeah, it's, it's right outside the German beer store. Yeah. Um, yeah, I said I'm a lot there. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, to be fair, we're getting, we're getting there. We're only a hundred in. Yeah. One day we'll learn how to podcast without boring you all to death. Uh, should we start? Should we start it? I think so. You go first this week, right? Okay. This or, will make sense. Or do I? Uh, no, no. I'm just, yeah, I, I'll go first. Sure. All right, here we go. Here's Squeezer's first pick. Was our hundredth episode on TGIF? I'm, you know what? We should bring it up. Should make sure we hit all the talking points in this episode. So talk about, like, get, like let them get a fucking bingo this week. Oh hell yeah! I got to upload Enchantress made bingo cards. Although now she's saying she wants to add to them. Well, can you add to the bingo card mentioning that she has bingo cards and you're gonna <laughs> put them up there? At this point, you might as well. Says <laughs> so, the guy who's working on his studio. Um, <laughs> uh, we don't procrastinate. Like, wait, give me, give me a second. I'm writing here. We have Brave Stalker, Brave Star. Okay, I'm just making a list of shit I got to hit before the end of the show. Um, so, does anyone recall? And I mean, they still do this. Yeah. So they, they, you, it might even still be at your mall right now. Right. It hasn't been at our malls in quite some time since uh, the aughts. Yeah. Um oh, six, I believe I checked. Was it? Yeah. Um and then uh but going back as a kid, and I they changed now, I'm sure they're a little more since, since basically Jurassic Park set oh check that one off. Brought up Jurassic Park in the show. Okay. Um they kind of established what dinosaurs look like. And even establish that that's not what dinosaurs look like, but that's what we want them to look like. So this is what they look like. Um, but they did at least like get the postures right. When when we were kids and we would go to like the the mall and they would have like these dinosaur exhibits and they'd have like uh, um, these models, these life size like scale models of dinosaurs. Sometimes in a a, a little like a diorama setup stuff like that and as a kid like this is the coolest thing in the world you could get to go go to the mall go to the toy store and then just wander around and check out dinosaurs but they were always like in the posture of like the the old dinosaur toys that you would have like from the going back the 60s 70s 80s where like the you know uh like sauropods would like their neck would be straight up in the air like a giraffe right or like the t-rex is stand up and his tail's dragging right um that's what I I recall like them definitely not quite being up uh, to the the modern standard of uh, dinosaur science. <laughs> so, uh, explain exactly what this was at the mall. So they would have um, ooh, can I call them paddocks? Sure. Um, but yeah, as you would travel through the mall, there would be uh, areas set up where they would just have like full scale uh, dinosaur models that you could check out. Uh, 
similar to if you were at the uh I talked about this before when uh as a kid they had the the like dinosaurs alive thing at the down in Philly at the uh one museum we'll call it that uh, and then uh recently uh they had the Jurassic World exhibit at the Franklin Institute kind of like that so it it's kind of cool just to see like dinosaurs in person it's not like like you would go to the Smithsonian and see the bones. These are like fully uh, painted. Uh, are these are these uh, auto auto uh, auto erotica? <laughs> no, these no, no. These are the real miracle workers, workers of uh, uh, the Lehigh Valley Mall. Um, and you can wander around, and and some of them, like uh, depending on the show and what they were doing. Um, it would just be like a model of dinosaur. Other times they would have these large dioramas set up uh, where like they're, they're eating and like a T-Rex is for some T-Rexes are always fighting Triceratops every time. Well, yeah, uh, those were probably the two most famous and popular dinosaurs for the longest time, even after the, Jurassic Park. I think they still yeah. are to this day. Oh yeah. Uh, and, well, I think Raptors took a, a big bump. Raptors you know, absolutely did. Um, but and it was just so cool to see. Like you would go and you you know if you're a little kid and you'd have your little clicky camera and stuff like that, and it just to check this out, and you would not want to leave. And I remember, like as a little kid, you didn't necessarily want to go to the mall. It wasn't the most fun place in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's a lot of clothing stores you're getting dragged into. Or you go to the mall, but you don't go to the mall. You're going to Macy's. Yeah, Macy's sucks. Anchor stores. John yeah. Wanamakers. Oh, that Wanamaker. Bamburgers. So you're just wandering in the clothing stores, and it's just lame. Well, but if did you, you ever like around, hide in racks and stuff? Oh, that, that's always fun. That, and that's creative fun. That's like you can, you can create fun, you know, I still with try. anything. Like e- even, even the, 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 you know, the kid in... And Road Warrior, you know, in in Mad Max too, like you know, he had fun, you know. <laughs> I still, when if I'm in a clothing store with enchanters, I'm still hiding in the rack. I I don't, I won't lie. Yeah, every now and then, you kind of poke in there just to, and sometimes, and now at my size, I look, I'm like, wow, I used to fit in there. <laughs> I like to think there's one day I'm gonna walk into a portal into a different world. One day. One day. And then, of course, you know, you have your, like, you know, the dressing rooms and shit. And I have doors in my house. I'm also you kidding. Know. Enchantress has never forced me to go clothes shopping with her before. Oh, that's nice. For I was her. making a joke, yeah. Like, like oh. me, she buys everything she wants online now. We go to the mall for me when I have to get, like, exclusives from FYE. Exclusive pop Funkos from FYE. <laughs> 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 or Hot Topic. Well, yes, when, the 30, when, she, when, a, when she when has a, to take her child to the mall man. to get toys or vinyl record, exclusive vinyl records, which I got a hot tip from my boy Ferris Print um, on Instagram about some vinyl. At, uh, even though you, you know what I just wasted my money on. But I've been waiting for that reissue fucking years, so I'm not sorry about it. I'm not judging. Mondo gets so much of my fucking money. It's not, and then I I got our friend Brad buying Mondo now, and he's he's gonna have to take some more of those. He's gonna have to start saying yes on Crewmaster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, people have no clue what the hell you're just talking yeah, about. Yeah, we right just there. want deep cuts and yeah, like yeah, right outside the. Rainbow. Speaking of deep cuts, Brad's leg. Ah, um, too soon. I, not for him. We made those jokes as soon as we knew he was alive. <laughs> we started making those jokes. Ah, oh, you're alive. Good. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I just it, it was such a thrill to like to wa- wander through the mall and um, I mean just to see the giants. Like when else did you see this? No. Like this is your opportunity, and the fact that it's like in your mall, and like this is what it would be like if dinosaurs are around now shopping. Yeah, and your and your parents all well, your mom at least all is a way to keep you occupied while she went clothes shopping. Do you do you think that she just left me there and I didn't even realize she was gone for like an hour and a half, with like you, trying shit on? Yes. My mom knew better with me. Like I'd look over, notice I was alone, and. I'd be in like the ceiling, you know, <laughs> up to no good. You, I could, you'd be thinking, you'd be sitting there like with your hand over your chin, tapping your, your lips with your finger, your pointer mm. finger, thinking about how you're going to conquer these dinosaurs and take the uh, entire mall. I, I don't know if I all. would conquer them. I would, I, I would join them. <laughs> and, and get them to destroy the mall with you. Oh, absolutely. Somehow, yeah. I, I would, without thinking, be up to some sort of nonsense. You know, how cl- nothing's changed. I could just picture, like, a T-Rex, though, just standing there in the mall with, like, a, a really big, like, Aeropostale bag. Bunch of <laughs> naked dudes. What? I don't know. I just had the image. I just, and I think of them not as, like, rampaging through the mall. You know, dinosaurs need to go shopping, too. Did you see those pumps? Oh my god, my feet wouldn't fit. I'm assuming that dinosaurs have gruff voices. <laughs> they go they're going up to the like the, the triceratops and they're trying to do the thing with the fucking string, trying to like clean up their fucking horns. <laughs> oh like, like these aren't eyebrows. Like, like the 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 in the India uh eyebrow like string technique. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, or walking up or working at a kiosk for extra money. Try on this lotion. Uh, Hold on. Come here. Come here. What I would give for a pterodactyl to take out one of those damn helicopters. I I, I wrote this screenplay back uh, in my film school days. And and I'll tell you about it because it's never going to get bought. And there was a character in it who was just like an everyday American. But like he to get gigs, he'd pretend he was a different foreigner. Like, and he'd be at like a different, he was like every, every episode, uh, it was a, it was a pilot. Every episode he was a different, pretending he was a different nationality with a different accent. Um, working Christ, that's not going to get made. <laughs> but night in, in 2000, in 2001, it would have got made. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. This was 2002, 2003. Yeah. Throw that shit on Spike. Right. Yeah. I actually people like interested in it, but it just, my writing was not, it just didn't flush out yet. Fucking big bang theory gets made anyway. Um, so each week he was working at a different like mall kiosk, like selling you like phone cases or hand lotions or like life insurance. What, what, what race was selling you life insurance? It was always like Eastern European. Okay. So it wasn't anything too racist, but he was like Uzbekistan one week, you know, Russian one week, you know, Bulgarian the next week. No yeah. balls. Me? No, absolutely not. 
I bet if I would have made it like fucking Puerto Rican and uh, well, that's that's kind of American. I don't know what Haitian Creole. Uh, yeah. It's too soon. Haiti just had another earthquake. Squeezer, show some respect. Wait again? <laughs> yeah, not a bad, not as bad as bad, but yeah. I'm pretty sure anything that happens there's gonna be bad. <laughs> I'm just saying, infrastructure is in you know rough shape. Yeah, I like Seriously. that. Seriously, like this is this is the serious Rogers podcast. Now let's talk about the infrastructure difficulties of uh, Haiti. Uh, all right, on to my first pick. wrong i don't wish the kid harm but his mother should suffer that horrific ordeal so she'll learn how to manage her child sort of a harsh lesson don't you think man there's not a year goes by not a year that i don't read about some escalator accident involving some bastard kid that could have been easily avoided had some parent i don't care which one but some parent conditioned him to fear and respect that escalator <laughs> so i'm talking mainly about how the malls change throughout my Lifetime, but mainly one in particular item: mall fountains. Ooh. I don't know if mall fountains exist anymore. If I'm sure there's a mall out there that has a fountain in it, but I don't know if there's none around here. But they all used to, and you throw mm -hmm. pennies into it. And our malls all had a variety of fountains, but also before like the big escalator and elevator upgrades. Came yeah. along in the mid-90s. We had this giant ramp. The steepest ramp. Right. Uh, that went like in a big like circle. That went from... Spiral. Well, spiral. Yeah. yeah. That went from the upper level to the lower level. And it was... That was what it was. It, the mall centered around this giant fucking ramp. And I think I have a picture of it somewhere. I could post it. But also like... The brick flooring, like it, the the brick style flooring, mm -hmm. that I think the Whitehall Mall still has. Yes, the Whitehall Mall still has its original flooring. Leah Valley, Valley Mall upgrades like a marble, like most malls. But the the brick flooring and the smoking, the smoking in the mall. Yes, like you could look up. There's these this famous uh, photographer in 1989. He drove across America and took pictures of American malls, mm -hmm. and he, he had a Kickstarter a few years ago. To get a, a book published, he published a book, but it's really expensive and hard to find. But he put there's a lot of pictures on Mashable, and a lot of people stole them and posted them everywhere. But if you I was search, actually gonna buy that for you until I realized it was like seven hundred dollars. It's really expensive, so you could find these pictures everywhere. Like in a lot of them, there's like ashtrays and smoking. Like there was a point where you could smoke anywhere in America, and malls were you know one of those places. So um, like when I went back and I was trying to think of what about malls has changed that kids these days will never even fucking have any idea that it's existed. Smoking's one, but I think fountains is probably the biggest. Uh, no elevators or escalators, a big fucking ramp. So if you're in a wheelchair and you're at the bottom floor, whoever's, you're, you either you're going to work out ahead of you or someone's pushing it all the way up <laughs> to that McDonald's. And God forbid something breaks loose and you start rolling backwards. Yeah, right. Um, well, it, it, it wasn't by the McDonald's. I'm sorry. It was down by the Arby's on the lower, lower level. Arby's was right at the ramp. Yes. Uh, which is now a fucking Hollister. It's, it's a damn yeah. travesty. Ugh. Can't get your shredded roast beef, your, your shaved roast beef in the mall yeah. anymore. 
We yeah. used to have the, the McDonald's was up above where the escalators were and the uh, Wanamaker's Eagle was at. Yes, and that's now a Forever 21. The big fountain. Yes, the big fountain. Yeah. And there's a Starbucks underneath there. Ugh, I know. I right know. down the hall, right down the hall from the Barnes and Nobles where there's another Starbucks. Right. And it's just a boring sitting area. Like yes. you just sit and stare at other stores. There's no fountain there to keep your attention and throw pennies into to make wishes. Ah. Yes. How are my wishes going to come true if I can't wish them? Right. And they always had that perfect ledge that for kids that you could easily just sit on and like climb across and like reach into the water. Right. Just the, the ultra blue just, water. Yeah. It's that oh, rig what kind of chemicals were in that just to make it, not to make it clean, just, just to make it blue. Right. So there was, a, there was a video that went viral maybe 10, 15 years ago of a mall in our area, the, the Berkshire Mall. Mm-hmm. Some girl was on her phone, and she walked right into the fountain. And uh, the mall security guard <laughs> sent the footage to the news, and it went everywhere. It was, it's, you can find <laughs> it on YouTube. She sued the fucking mall, but that's, that, that's a great video to look up and see malls. But yeah, mall fountains, just the overall like mall decor. Is uh, one thing I miss are, from malls. Uh, plastic plants. Uh, plants in general. Just having any, like, they would have, like, the grates. You know what I mean? Just like you're walking down a sidewalk. You yeah. know how they have those metal grates around trees? Mm-hmm. Like, so there's, like, yeah. a circle in the, in the middle. Be and then, in the mall. Like, lines out. They would be in the mall. And I don't know how they would grow because that's the, one, that's the other thing I notice. And it might just be color scheme. Malls seem brighter. Oh, yeah, because when they redid the mall, they built skylights into all of them. They put skylights in and, you know, a little additional lighting. Now it's, you, you still go to the Whitehall Mall and it's just the brown. Maybe it wasn't always brown, but <laughs> it was. It just the cigarette smoke just stained <laughs> it that way. The dingy, dark mall. Everything was dingy and dark. And we always made the joke because in the Whitehall Mall, they had the, these seating areas. Like, there were areas that were fountains, and then there were areas that were seating areas, which were basically the same thing, just. Instead of being water, it was a step down. Yeah, and they it was were a cathedral, pit. like almost like pitted. Yeah, and a and lot of malls like had these. I looked this sit. up. Yeah, I looked this up. After you walked the mall, you sat down there to have a cigarette squeezer. Is that what that was all about? Yeah. Also, like we always joked that they had those pits there for the old people because they would just—that's where they would bury them. <laughs> Not be nice, but uh, that was back in the day when supermarkets were also attached to a mall, like part of the mall, and you could walk in from the mall into said supermarket. Like these just are things that don't exist anymore. They they turn the mall, all the supermarkets and movie theaters into like gyms. That's yeah, my, every every mall has a gym. My in movie it. theater became a gold's gym. Yeah, every uh, mall has a gym in it now. And what the fuck is even in the old wise over I, there? That was attached to the Whitehall Mall. It's like a baby store, right? Uh, well, store. they Michael's Crafts, it, maybe. It, it's where I mean they demolished that and rebuilt it, but yeah, it's yeah. a Michael's and a Bye Bye Baby. Yeah, it's such a sad thing. Yeah, they gutted. They they ripped basically uh, three quarters of the mall down and put a strip mall in its in its place, along with a uh, old country buffet. Well, that old country buffet was always there. Well, not always there. Yeah, but it was there when the mall still existed as a mall form. Yes. I, re- I researched this thoroughly. Yes. But the, where the... Uh, I have this project, everybody, and if you, could, if you feel like you can help me with it, contact me again. RK at radios.com. 
I would like to recreate everyone's childhood mall, like from like their formative years. Like I would like to recreate my malls, all the malls I went to from like 1990 to 19 or 1985, maybe to 1995, those 10 years. But I digress. So again, RK at radiers.com. Also, if you want to shoot some sweet nothings to Squeezer, it's Squeezer at radiers.com. That is my first pick. Squeezer, here's your next pick. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, I'm looking for this movie. Uh, this one movie, and this guy's like, freeze, freeze! I can't <laughs> kick. Wait, I'm playing the wrong one, right? Yeah, but I was gonna go with it. It's fine. We can, we so, can go back in order. It doesn't matter. Okay, here you go. Last year, our friends gave us a movie from Suncoast. We loved it. <laughs> so now we shop here. We can get tearjerkers, musicals, and children's videos. I like sailors. This year, we're giving movies. Did you get me one? There are over 10,000 great movie gifts at Suncoast, like the comedy hit Beverly Hills Cop 3, Four Weddings and a Funeral, starring Hugh Grant and Andy McDowell, and Jim Carrey in The Mask. These and hundreds of other titles are on sale now at Suncoast. I feel like this commercial should have been like, last year I cashed in my kids' college savings to buy a VHS tape at Suncoast. So there were, there, were, there were two commercials. This was the less fun one, but I wanted to go with this one because uh, the the selection that they offered you, uh, I, there was Beverly Hills Cop 3 reference, so I had to leave it in there. But you agree that those movies were so fucking expensive. They were expensive. I don't think I ever bought anything in there at the time. Probably the, la- probably the only time I ever actually ever bought anything was when they were liquidating everything. Right. And then I went to town. When DVD sales became competitive and, and like, a, a regular price, mm-hmm. like Suncoast just had no choice but to go out of business. Yeah. If, if they can't make a 50,000% profit on every VHS tape, how do you keep in business when all, all you sell is, like, like clapper, clapper boards? <laughs> <laughs> like, sh- sh- like, toy clapper boards and, yeah. and, and director megaphones. And, it, yeah, it was, it was the movie store. Um, I mean, literally, it came out of Paramount, uh, Paramount, um, and then, you know, eventually got bought by Best Buy, and then they ran it into the ground, and then sold it to some other guys, and then they filed for Chapter 11. Isn't there still a Suncoast existing somewhere? Uh, there's a couple left. Uh, I think there's some down in, like, Maryland and Virginia. Yeah. There's actually one not far from us, I think, out in, out in Easton. Oh. Um, but, yeah, a, a few... A few survive, but it, it's not nearly like you know what it used to be. Like they were, they were everywhere. And it, as a kid too, that was one of those places you just wanted to go into if you yeah, didn't absolutely. buy anything. Because yeah. if you didn't want to put uh, you know a second mortgage out on your home, to, you know to watch a movie. Um, we ta- it was just we talked about this as kids. Like a lot of the time, going into Toys R Us, KB Toys, all these stores. We we never went in expecting something would be bought for us. It was no. like it was like going to a museum almost. Mm-hmm. You went in and you looked at everything, and it, like the experience was looking at the back of the fi- action figure card, seeing the new toys, like maybe taking getting a turn on like a, a like a, a demonstration of a, a Nintendo, or at, at Sears, which always had demonstrations of Nintendo and Game Boy. <laughs> uh, maybe you know seeing all the cool videos for sale on the the back of the boxes at Suncoast and. Uh, Seeing maybe like the fake pair of boobs on the hat at the Spencer's gifts, 
It yeah. Was, that's what that's what it was all about. You never expected like, oh, if we go here, you're going to buy me something. No, because then I got to carry it. Well, no, I mean, I always wanted something, oh. but our, I oh, knew sure. my parents and my dad's line was always, uh, well, you could wish in one hand and shit in the other and see which fills up first. <laughs> they did uh, buy, how's they, that working for you? Yeah, they did buy me things. I, I, I'm not fucking Oliver Twist here, but, um, <laughs> you know, I wasn't, you know, I, I would even say I was spoiled to the point where I got a lot, but like mm-hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't like every time we went shopping, they felt obligated to buy me something. Yeah, I, I I felt the same way for me, it, and the excitement of was walking, even just walking by it, because it was just fun to look at, you know, it, like the neon sign, or some of them had uh, like the uh, 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 marquee kind of look going with it, and there was always like cardboard cutouts and stuff, and just cool stuff in the window, it was, it, it's amazing, you, you could probably bring this back now as a nostalgia trip. Yeah, right. You know, even even though, you know, the internet uh, does exist, and basically what comic book stores have reverted to to, you know, keep afloat to is doing the same thing. Um, but yeah, uh, just to go through and explore and just find, you know, cool, you know, knockoff props, memorabilia, some toys and stuff like that. And uh, I also, what I, what I love the most about it too was like the walls, where, you know, like, Blockbuster, you would walk through, and all the movies, like, were out facing you, so it was easy to pick. Mm-hmm. Like, at Suncoast, you had to, like, kind of search through. It was like a record store. It was like a record store. You had to pull stuff out, and it just made it more interesting finding stuff. You had to go by title or look at color or just randomly yank stuff out, and then just, yeah, the exploring of it and just checking out... You had to like read the back of the cover of of the VHS tape to even probably know what the movie was even about. I feel like the closest, if you want to experience, if you've never been in the Suncoast, and the closest you want to experience what it was like, the closest thing you can get to what it was like to a modern equivalent would be a modern day Fye. Yeah, that's well. Fye came out of. Yeah, uh, F- Suncoat. Yeah, well, it's a company that out they, of Sam Goody. It, well, um, and then the wall. Yeah, it was all uh, one company, and then they changed it to Fye. So uh, Musicland, um, Musicland, Sam Goody, the wall, wall to wall sound, wall to wall sound and video. Suncoast Motion Picture Company, and I think a dozen other companies. It's mm-hmm. it's basically Fye. So if you want Fye, is is basically a Sun Suncoast, and the ones that exist are basically at Fye, just branded differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was always just something special about, and it because it, it just stood out. You know, it stood out from everything else in the store because everything else, you know, again, how many clothing stores do you really need in the mall? Yeah, none in my opinion. And to this day, there's too many clothing stores. We need more uh, video stores in malls, more VHS shops. Yeah, VHS is a thing again, so. It is. Do you, and I don't think... Where did I have this discussion with? I'd probably clean out the house. Because uh, they're like, oh, who needs VHS tapes? I'm like, no, they're back. People are collecting them. It's for, you know, more for you know, the, the artwork and the covers and stuff like that. But, and it occurred to me, do you think... I, I, I don't think DVDs won't have the same impact. No. Like long term. They're not... It's not going to be a thing. I don't think so, no. No. 
Um, but our, if you are interested in looking at, um, uh, a, if, you, if you're a collector and you're looking for our friend, uh, Creamy Creamy Tapes, used to work with us, close friend, I, I've known him almost my whole life, uh, Creamy Creamy Tapes on Instagram. He's got a sick VHS collection. He's always down for trades. Uh, so if you're looking at, uh, he's got a lot of cool fucking horror movies, a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Our boy, uh, Clip there. He's he's always always got the cool stuff. So uh, shall we move on, or do you want to hear this last, the second commercial for Sunkos before we move on? Oh yeah, yeah, because people remember this one. Okay. <laughs> Then there's this one part. Mm-hmm. Which fire is it? Cuts it. Cuts it. Bang. Cuts it. So, uh, you get that movie? It's the red one, do I cut the blue one? Do I cut well, the red I, one? The other guy's like, cut the red one. Yeah, don't cut the red one. one. And he cuts it. And nothing happens. Sure, we got that one. Cool. On. You know that one you've been looking for? So do we. Suncoast. It's where you buy movies. The fuck? Yeah. Oh, the staff knows absolutely everything and they want to help you. <laughs> All right, of course. Like, I don't care how much you love movies. You're still working in a mall. Yeah, that's true. Well, uh, so my next pick, uh, I, I, this clip doesn't really have anything to do with it, but I was back in the day when stores like this existed inside malls. What's the matter? Got the shopping blues. Uh-huh. James Way's got it all for you. Oh. Starting Saturday, we've really got it all because we're celebrating our 26th anniversary with some of our lowest sale prices of the year. We got it all. Remember, James Way has the quality products you want in stock now. And we back them up with our famous cash back, no hassle refund. Sales start Saturday. Be there or be square. Ah, James Way. One of uh one of um our malls as a kid had a James Way as an anchor store. <laughs> so if you don't know James Way, it was a kind of like a Bradley's Clover Caldor type Kmart store. It's where my brother and I told the story famously on this well, not so famously. But on this podcast is where <laughs> they had one of those like dungeons where they sold their video games. So you, if you wanted a video game, you took the slip to the dungeon and the dungeon master would pull it down from, you know, the coffers of said video game dungeon. That's an awesome role play. <laughs> but that's where Chris and I, my brother, got our, our first NES at James Way and a couple subsequent video games. I think that's where I got my, I, I got a sweet care, sweet pair of Super Mario World uh, sneakers to wear for oh, gym class at school. I went to Catholic school, so we only went to, only allowed to wear sneakers for gym class. They were Velcro. They were they were dope. Um, I think I have a picture of them too. I could post. Where them. where was this James Way at? It's now Steinmart. Oh, uh, in uh, South Mall. South Mall, yeah. Oh, okay. It was Very younger. good. It was right outside the arcade too. So. Yeah, I see we didn't uh we didn't trespass that way. Oh we, yeah. That was pretty that was pretty far south, hence the name South Mall. That was the mall. Well you live right next to the other yes, two malls. I, w- I could ride my bike to the two big malls in, you know, five minutes. So we were kind of, you know, where I am not far from where I am now, so we're kind of at like the hub of every fucking highway in, in town. Every mm-hmm. single highway in town is within 
a stone's throw of my house. And it was, it was kind of near that while growing up. So, but this mall uh, was, this is the mall I talked about where we, my mom will go grocery shopping every Friday because there was a fucking grocery store attached to it. Mm-hmm. So another Weiss. So uh, we would go in and, she, you know, she'd want to go into the mall. We'd close shop. There was a K&K toy store, which later became a KB, which was RKB. There was the, the Radio Shack where my dad bought our first Tandy computer. It's where I fell in love with where in the world's Carmen San Diego. It's where, my dad was on a, a first name basis with the clerks there. <laughs> it's the Payless shoe store where I got most of my shoes growing up, aside from the James Way, uh, where I got my cool marble. We were upper lower lower upper middle class, so you know we couldn't afford until later years. I would get um, Foot Locker cool cooler sneakers like Ooh. Penny Hardaways and. My Air Jordan Elevens when I was nice. Would you would you buy those from the Foot Locker in the mall? Of course. Okay. Why? I I would never go in there. I didn't feel like I was cool enough. No, this like, was. The I felt fo- like I had to know something about sneakers to go in that right. store. That's the Foot Locker in the big mall. This is the Foot Locker in the South Mall. Oh, there. okay. It was about the size of my bedroom. It's still there. It's still open. No shit. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a really great hibachi, re- Japanese hibachi restaurant attached to it. Yeah, it's pretty good. So it's probably the best in the area. So Enchantress and I go there often, and they they have a Bed Bath and Beyond, and you know we love the candles and little scent things there. And she also, you know, I lo- I love when she smells like 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 pumpkins and candies and whatnot. So we go in there, and she buys all that stuff uh, for the house. And of course, there's an, there's still an EB Games. It was my original electronic boutique. That EB Games, or no, mm-hmm. I mean, what's it called now? It's not EB Games anymore. GameStop. Yes. Uh, but that was a, it was originally an electronic boutique, and that's where I got my Game Boy uh, carrying case and um, the what game? The Game I Boy remember? Game Boy carrying case. Original Game Boy. It, it was. But like Game Game Boy shaped carrying case. Yes. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It was big, plastic, clunky thing. And the game I bought was A Boy and His Blob. Oh. The K&K Toy Store is where I got Caillou Alien or whatever that weird alien game that for seven ninety nine. dollars there. Uh, that uh, arcade was where I first played Mortal Kombat 2. This was a formative mall for me, Squeezer. Wow. Walden Books is where I got my most of my comics that I couldn't pick up. At the, the, that's where I got most of my after uh, the, um, Age of Apocalypse. Like they, I went in there and their their rack had all like mint books for all the spinoffs, and I really wanted the Gambit and Rogue one, so I got that. And I quickly mylarded it. Uh, I, I, that's where I would read my WWF magazine every week, um, and I bought my Michael Crichton books. Well, no, that was books and more. But I got my in my discounted book. I got the the Venom Factor that that Spider Man novel. I fucking love. So, uh, yeah, that mall, that mall holds a, holds a nice place in my heart, um, and it always oh. will. It's just not, now you go in, it's just depressing. Yeah. But at least they have that fucking hibachi. Yeah, uh, there's a hibachi there. But yeah. what I'm talking about, and we're talking about James White, one of my pick <laughs> is trading card shows in malls. And the reason I picked this mall is because I don't know if the Leah Valley Mall ever had one. The big mall? Uh, Lehigh Valley, I don't know. Whitehall Mall, definitely. Whitehall Mall did. But Lehigh Valley, I don't know. South Mall had them all the time. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I... we Trading cards as a kid, I collected baseball cards. 
Uh, I love football cards and basketball cards, but I love baseball cards for my bread and butter. But my number one favorite thing was crazy tops pop culture whack packs like movies tv shows dinosaur attacks we talked them all mm-hmm. and you could get these by the fucking sometimes by the fucking whole box of wax packs there for like like if you had like ten dollars said and you get a whole wax box you you quickly eat all that gum that's probably gonna burn a hole through your stomach because it's 10 years old mm-hmm. but yeah uh, it uh, trading card shows at the mall it's where um my brother and I would go and collect. If you're from the Phil- greater Philadelphia area and you did not grow up worshiping a man named Michael Jack Schmidt, how dare you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> My brother and I were in a, in a contest to see who can have the better uh, Mike Schmidt card collection. He was our hero and he still is one of my... Him and the Hulkster were my childhood heroes, the incredible Hulk Hogan. Uh, so, yeah... Uh, Car, trading card shows in a mall, something that that I think still happens at some malls, from what I researched. Yeah, I think depending on I I know the Whitehall Mall doesn't do them anymore because I don't know if they actually um, open the doors and turn the lights on anymore. <laughs> um, just en- enough to you know feed the puppies. So yeah, on oh, the comic store still there. Comic yeah. masters still. There. Comic masters, yeah, dominant. I, I got you know show some love. It's just. I mean, it's rough when you walk in there and it's uh, uh, a guy. Um, Dominic. No, I meant not not him. Definitely not him. It was a, a gentleman sitting in one of those uh, uh, massage chairs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. On yeah, his yeah. lap. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, Dominic bought the old storefront from uh, Spaceport, the arcade, mm-hmm. and he it's Comic Masters. It's been there since. Kids. It's awesome. It, it's like I was just saying about uh, Suncoast, all that cool shit that, you know, you can just go in and check out. Like, aside from the, the main thing, like, yeah, they sold VHS tapes. Yeah, he sells uh, comic books. But, like, all the other cool collectible kind of stuff that... I, I got to talk to him. He, we went to, we knew each other in Catholic school. He was a few years above. He was, like, a, my, around my brother's grade. And after he, he bought that store during the 90s comic book boom... Mm-hmm. After he graduated, and it it always stayed, and I yeah. want to just talk to him about how he's like stayed around for so long because he's that's been around that lasted for it's been around for fucking ever. It's the probably the longest running store. No, uh, Beach Beachheads Comics on Fifteenth Street in Chew. No, I meant in in the mall in the oh yeah, yeah yeah in that remainder of what was the Whitehall Mall. We had oh. three long running comic book stores locally. But then the one in Beth, the guy who ran the one in Bethlehem passed away uh, three years ago. And um, I know his wife actually sent me a DM on Twitter that if I knew anyone who they, they wanted to liquidate the shut the whole store. But by the time I got a hold of her, I went to the store and I knocked on the door and she's like, oh, we found that's how much I was in there. Wow. <laughs> I think I told you I was like, I, I went in there to buy trade paperbacks. She's like, we're liquidating. You know, we're not selling. Mm uh, but yeah, that um, we had three, and he he passed away. So now we have two stalwart comic book stores. Um, but yeah, uh, trading card shops or trading card shows at malls were a clutch as a kid. They were always fun. Yeah, and they they are sorely missed. All right, squeeze your next. I think I skipped what your second pick. I'm rolling with it. All right, well here's your next pick. 
excuse me, is there an orange Julius stand on this floor? I'll sell you this one. It's almost full. Well, why don't I drink out of a toilet bowl? He'll be back. Is that Lionel Hutz? Oh, yeah. The great, great Lionel Hutz. Oh, man. I miss Phil. We all miss Phil. Um, I know I talked about Orange Julius on the show before. In fact, I went, like, deep in explaining, like, the history of it, where mm-hmm. Julius Freed made one, and, you know... I'm not, I don't want to get into the Orange Julius. Uh, I want to get into the beauty that was that stand and what that meant to me. Those plastic so, oranges? Yeah, so I don't know if everyone's Orange Julius stand was the same as ours. Because um, I've seen pictures, some like were larger... Like walk and sit down, you know, mm-hmm. you know, facilities. But ours was in the middle of the mall. It was like a kiosk, um, in the round, and they had uh, around the counter w- was glass, similar to like the candy thing in like the movie theater, or whatever. But then right behind that glass was just a wall of fake plastic oranges. <laughs> yep. And as a kid, you would want your orange juice, and you would look, and for some reason. You'd be licking your lips, staring at those plastic oranges. Like, I wouldn't even eat, or like, I wouldn't want to eat a real orange. But the sight of these plastic oranges made me want that orange Julius so bad. And there was something, too, about, uh, there was a little smell coming off it, too. It also helped that the popcorn wagon was right behind it, and that smelled amazing. The little red wagon, real the little, little red, red wagon. wagon, yeah. Um... And then you, you, you'd get one, and Mom would buy one, and you'd all have to share it because, oh, there's egg in there, and you can't eat too much. Um, yeah, you just didn't want to spend money on two Orange Juliuses for me and the sister. But, um, yeah, I, that was just... I couldn't do a mall episode and not revert back to probably my fondest memory of ever being in a mall. All, all the, you know... Great things that happened to you as a teenager in the mall didn't happen to me. It was just about Orange Julius's for me. Yeah, Orange Julius. My dad loved Orange Julius. I didn't particularly care for them. I was, I did like the Strawberry Julius when they introduced those. I know. I was weirded out by that. Yeah. That's not what it. But it's an Orange Julius stand. You can't get an Orange Julius. You mean my little Strawberry Julius? Asshole OCD squeezers. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the, um, that's, uh, and you can still get them. Dairy Queen, Dairy Queen owns them now. So you can, I think they still have like standalone orange Julius's, but you can also, they have them like built in the DQs or I think some Dairy Queens, you can even get yourself an orange Julius. When I told my sister this, she like lost her mind and went out and like drove out of the way to go to an orange Julius stand. She said it was pretty damn good. That's pretty awesome. I miss Orange Julius, and I wish malls just aren't the same anymore. And I yeah. know we say that like we're crotchety old men. Get off my lawn, but but we are crotchety old men. <laughs> and we're we're we've been here for thirty well, plus years. Like get out of my mall. <laughs> the problem is there's no one in my mall, so that's the more people need to go to my mall. But yeah, I want to go get an Orange Julius, throw some coins in the fountain, get my sticky fingers all over some baseball cards. And uh, do uh, do whatever your next pick is. All right. Um, transition. That squeezer. If, if someone to give you a grade and transitional material, that was it. Do you remember when we thought AT and T 
was out of their minds with their prediction of the future. Oh, wrong clip, wrong clip. Have you ever borrowed a book from thousands of miles away? Across the country. Without stopping for directions. Or sent someone a fax. From the beach. You will. And the company that'll bring it to you, AT&T. Have you ever paid a toll without slowing down? Bought concert tickets from a cash machine? Or tucked your baby in from a phone booth? You will. And the company that'll bring it to you, AT&T. So I remember these. These were 1993. These motherfuckers predicted the fucking future squeezer. Uh, a world completely VO'd by Tom Selleck? <laughs> if only. He, he, oh, that would be fantastic. He would, he would talk about, like these commercials would talk about, I remember, so there was a store in the Whitehall Mall. Remember the AT&T store mm-hmm. that had the video phone? No. Oh, well, you didn't have... You didn't grow up with Jeffrey as your dad. So there was an AT, AT before AT&T, before cell phones were a fucking thing. AT&T was, uh, they made phones and they, they were a telecom company and they had a store in this one mall and they were showing off at the time in 1993, their video phone. If you had one that cost like $10,000 and someone else had one, you could connect, and there was a screen, and on the small TFT LCD screen, you could see video of the person on the other side. There was a camera. It was big and bulky, but they had these posters up everywhere with these sayings on it. There was this guy with this watch that looked like a, uh, it was like a band with like a speaker on it. It was like, can you make a, a phone call from a phone that's attached to your wrist? I'm wearing one right now. It's called my Apple Watch, and it's 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 got this fucking cellular in it, so it's a legit phone. Like these, and these were I would I would wander around the store. I this was the reason for me to go to the mall. I was a fucking obsessed with the store squeezer. I was obsessed with this video phone. I was obsessed with these future things they were saying we could do, and I I saw the future as something great. These all came true. Remember, I told you the story of all I ever wanted was the Dick Tracy watch. And mm-hmm. Penny's book from Inspector Gadget that she could search all those things like the computer book. I fucking yep. have that. My iPhone's in my pocket, my iPad's in my bag, and my Apple watches. And 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 substitute Samsung, uh, LG, all the millions of different you know, Google and Microsoft devices out there. Whatever your brand is, I'm not hawking Apple. I'm just saying these devices all exist. Whatever brand you like, you can have all these things. But AT&T as a company before they were uh, disbanded for being a monopoly, then rehashed and turned into an even bigger monopoly <laughs> in conglomerate. <laughs> now they, they had a store and they had these ads called you will was the main ad. So if you look up AT&T, you will ads, there were print. Then they ran these commercials, obviously voiceover, but do you, do you remember these at all? I do. And directed by David Fincher. Well, I, I heard you typing. I knew you were searching them. 
Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Finch did tons of commercials before uh, he did uh, Alien 3. Uh, uh, and after he did Alien 3. But um, yeah, these were my obsession in the store in the mall that had the technology that you couldn't really buy, but you could come see. Like that kind of idea is fucking incredible. And and especially at 1993 to me was something that was mind blowing. And I would go to this. This was this was the reason to go to the mall. Oh, my mom wants to go to Sears. My dad would be like, don't worry, Ryan. We're going to go check out the AT&T store. And I was just fucking pumped. And like I would be like, Dad, you really think we'll be able to make calls from your watch? He goes, Yeah, maybe one day. You know, my dad's an you know an engineer, and he's in the electronics and the ham radio operator, and he was as much enamored by this as I was. It's like a little world's fair in the mall. Right, it absolutely was, and yeah, um, little sense of wonder, and that's what we need more wonder. Like you, you have to have more reasons to go to the mall that are just that just hang out. Like there should be. Again, like all of these are like big experiences that like you like like the dinosaurs or even Suncoast or you know shit just baseball cards just wow, look at that. And it was just now it's kind of just the this mundane kind of task driven place to go well, yeah, to Yeah, malls get stuff malls done. become a oh god, I have to go to the mall. Yeah. When I can't get something online, I have to go to the mall to get it. Mm-hmm. So it's sad how far they become, but it's really, I mean, what else is there? I mean, you can't, when there's eBay, that's your card show. Yeah. You know, but, but that's, that's what you need to do though. If you want, if you want to make them, I mean, I don't know how well malls are performing. I'm not a, a, a economist, uh, but like you got to bring more stuff in. You got to make it exciting. You know, like I have this idea that you, they could actually put a roller coaster in a mall. They'd do that. Yeah, they should give it a try. They've done that. No, they didn't. Yeah, Mall of America. Where? And in America, where is that? Uh, uh good sir, it is in the Twin Cities, the uh-huh. home of the greatest football team. Uh huh. Are you yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. It's Minnesota. No one, no one. It's it's out there. You have you. It's not. It's not there because it's a fun thing to have in the mall. It's there because it's your only choice, or you will freeze to death when you go outside. You so, don't have a choice. You have to have your roller coaster in your mall. Now, squeezer, and then you can fly fucking uh, drones through it. Did you see that? Yes. I think that was Mall of America, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Now, Mall of America might some people some people might think Mall of America is the most famous mall in Minnesota. To me. The Eden Prairie Mall is the most yes. famous mall in Minnesota. It happens to be where a certain uh, holiday mascot was accosted at one point. All right, honey. Don't forget to look for your Easter eggs on Sunday. Bye-bye, Easter bunny. All right, who's next? It's hot in this goddamn suit. Uh, hey, guys. Hey, guys. Get away in line like everybody else. What the hell is this? This is for Brody. Oh, what? Can I just say how fitting it was that to tell stories, to tell other people's stories about Jim uh, Spike Lee, <laughs> not, Sp- not Jim or Spike Lee, Stanley. Sorry, it's late. Uh, we spoke about mall rats. And of course, on the mall show, when we both 
not knowing each other did it, but assuming we would, pulled Mallrats clips. Oh, you kind of, it's mandatory, right? Yeah, it's probably the 10th time I've dipped into the Mallrats well. I dip in the Mallrats <laughs> more than you dip in the Simpsons. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, and it's it's become the new default. Huh, we'll just go to Mallrats. Yeah, I, I, am always, I always go, I mean, this is Mallrats, because I talk about the fucking mall so much, because <laughs> my mom used to drag me there like it was goddamn doctor's office. Uh, would she drag you there to get your picture taken with the Easter Bunny? Uh, it costs money, so no. No. My my mom wasn't gonna pay for someone to take a picture of us when she could just see us right there. Or she wouldn't just take you so you could sit on the Easter Bunny's lap. Yeah, and, but and she wasn't gonna tell, pay. For, but you wouldn't get the picture. No, she wasn't gonna pay for that picture. No. Yeah. I think my mom would do like the hold the camera real low and click click click. Um. My my mom see she was there she saw us she doesn't need a picture. <laughs> uh, was it? Do you recall? Was it a creepy Easter bunny or a nice Easter bunny? Oh God, creepy! Oh yeah, there are some good ones. There's some good ones. I only, I think, but I think scale. What I think it also has everything to do with, uh, the the whole visual aspect of it. There, it's much creepier to have you know. You have more creepy Easter bunnies than you have creepy Santas. That's true. Of course, you know, because Santa uh, jumps from mall to mall because uh, he's magical, you know. But it is Santa versus uh, the Easter bunny. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, parents, if your kids are listening, turn this off right now. Um, I don't want to be held responsible for this. I don't want I, everyone forget my email now. As I'm, I'm blowing up this bridge. Um, but for me, it was all about, and you know me, I love my sets. I love, I love the little villages that they would build. And and Easter was always like, it always felt like the afterthought, because like Christmas, like the whole mall is done up, like Christmas, and then you have the massive tree, and then you have like Santa's workshop, and and even like uh, the person taking the picture is dressed up like an elf, and and or it is an elf, and you have, you know, you're going through, it's just uh, this big event. And then when you get to the Easter Bunny one, it's like a little, like, a shack. With yeah, right. some eggs. And oh. then the Easter Bunny that uh, is just talking through its neck at you. Yeah, right. Um, I, I, I can't post it because it's my, my sister's kids. Um, but she showed me, there is a picture, and through the mesh... In, in in the neck where the face is, you can make out the face. Oh really? And you can just see these dead eyes behind it. It's you the can, creepiest you, thing in the world. I mean, you should be able to do this, but if you want to give it to me, I can Photoshop your niece and nephew out of it. No, no, I I don't. Th- I'll just I'll leave it go at that. Uh, there's plenty. Believe me, just Google Mall Easter Bunny, mm. and uh, I, I never got the Mall Easter Bunny. Santa, you're obviously asking for shit for Christmas. What's mm-hmm. the fucking point of the Easter Bunny? Like, where are you going to hide the eggs, you son of a bitch? Well, I mean, maybe you tell them what kind of candy you want. I guess. I mean, usually it's you get what you get with Easter, right? That's, yeah. I don't, There's no that's a good you. point. Why the hell do you need to tell it? And how does he even understand you? He's a rabbit. Right, but the Easter Bunny hides the eggs. Like, that. that's the shtick that you yeah. go find an Easter egg hunt. And, you know... I don't know. It's, 
Get off my lawn. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like uh, it's like something at a what's that serial killer show? Or like they're trying to like solve like solve the murder and like they're like befriending the Easter Bunny and they're just trying to find out where all the eggs are buried. Yes, that's all we want. Exactly do. like that. Well, that's that's I would assume that's the point because the Easter Bunny hides the egg. So I never I don't think we saw the ever went to the Easter Bunny. You know, it, is hide the egg code for something? Not until later in life. Sad, depressing yeah, here. Let me Google those creepy. Are those, those are as Rocco, as our, our, I guess I'd call him our pal. Rocco termed the sad years, not the rad years. Ah, wow. There are some. The one, this one actually kind of looks like Frank. I just Googled, Googled creepy mall Easter bunny. And like there's somewhere, friends? you have to be, you were trying to make them terrifying. Creepy mall Easter. <laughs> I mean, are you talking about our Frank? No, no. Uh, Frank from uh, uh, um, Donnie Darko. Oh, Donnie Darko. Yeah, I couldn't think of it either. Oh, my God. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. The first one with the yellow eyes? Yeah. Oh, my God. What? Yellow. Oh, yellow eyes. Yeah, but there's the one that like, has like mean eyes. Oh, yeah, with the buck teeth? Yeah. Oh, my God. The fourth one in with the glasses, that's the one you see now all the time. Yes, that's like the go. I was actually kind of like Googling around trying to find out like if he has like a name or what that because I'm sure that's like a licensed. Oh, my God. The guy who looks like he built the Easter Bunny suit out of carpet. Yes. Oh, the, <laughs> the one that looks like a like a like a tampon. Yes. <laughs> oh. So bad. oh, the one with. Oh, my God. These, uh, these are going to give me I don't know. Tonight. I don't, out of all of them that are really bad, the one where it's a guy in just makeup with like the hood and ears flopping over kind of creeps me out more than anything. <laughs> yeah, it's it kind of like if Ronald McDonald put on a rabbit costume. This looks like an S&M thing. Oh my God. Some of these are <sighs> creepy, creepy. Costume, I mean, hey, costumes definitely got better. I got to dig around. Because I found a lot of old pictures uh, of little old me. I'll see if there's anything worth actually posting up there. Some that I'll look ridiculous. <laughs> that one's holding a carrot in a very awkward position. Um, I can't tell you how many. I probably cried most of the time, even to when I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. um, getting my picture taken with the Easter Bunny. Um, yeah, it's not... Fuck, this guy looks like he's about to attend a sex party. The guy in the, the holding the carrot and the pink onesie. With yeah, the... yeah. Oh, oh, and a pink onesie. I saw a black and white one that's... Some of these yeah, are... God, this is creeping me out right now. Oh, yeah, the, oh, the black and white one with the carrot in his lap. Team Jimmy Joe, it says. Oh, God. You, and you know these costumes just have to... I mean, these rabbits just have to reek. Yeah. Uh, that is horrifying. Yeah, do yourself a favor and just Google creepy mall Easter bunnies. Well, I don't know if you're doing a favor or... Nah, it's definitely a favor. You're going to enjoy this. Enjoy. Yes, that's what they'll do. Uh, don't make them just scary. You can't make them scary and try to force it. You have to try to make them look good, but in the process of being cheaper, not knowing, you know, how to, you know, structure the face of a rabbit, 
Right. They just, have to be accidentally creepy. Yes, that's what really makes them. All right. That's what makes a good creepy Easter bunny. Okay. Um, now that I'm, we're all going to have nightmares, uh, let's move on to outlet malls, Squeezer. Rimology by Shaquille O'Neal. The engineers worked the numbers. They figured and refigured. They said it was indestructible. They said it was shack-proof. Maybe they should check their math. So I talked a lot on our summer vacation blogs about how big Shaq was in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. He was on everything. He was hawking liters of Pepsi and all sport. He was also big on Reeboks. Um, and I told the story also about how uh, we are down at the Franklin Mills uh, Philadelphia Outlet stores. There, It's now called the Philadelphia Mills, but it used to be called Franklin Mills. It was the biggest outlet mall in the area in Phil outside Philadelphia. I was like Northeast mm-hmm. Philly. Right by Sesame Place, I think it is. Yeah, I don't think it's far from there. Yeah. So we were down there and you know, like I said, we didn't have a lot of money. So my dad bought me and my brother and I, and I told the story on the fashion, a pair of Reebok pumps when I was in third grade and my brother was in fifth and we were the coolest kids in the school. But that well ran dry and we were back to pay less in LA gears after that. You know, we when I I wanted another pair of Reebok pumps or cool Nikes, and my mom's like, no. But we went one time, and I hated going to the outlet malls because it was mostly for clothing shopping. You occasionally get to go into Toy Works and get the Catwoman figure, but it was mostly outlet shopping. And the Franklin Mills had a J.C. Penney's catalog store. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So on the shelf. There was these, there was like, it was like fucking back to school and the, these racks, these like uh, shelf racks of sneakers. So they, they, they take all the ones out of the backs and they put them on these long metal racks, you know, like the liquidated sneakers. Mm-hmm. And they're not even in boxes. Or some in boxes, but the box tops are open and they're just right in there. There was a pair of my size Reebok pump Shack Attack 2s right there for $14. I bought them with my own money squeezer. Huge Ooh. fine. And these fines would be like like the, the 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 things you could get at like an outlet mall store. I remember um uh, silver tab jeans were big by Levi's. Do you remember those? It's uh, when we all wore like black t shirts and black jeans every day. Black jeans. So silver, oh, still do. Yeah, silver tab jeans. Yeah, I know, still do. Silver tab jeans were really cool, and but they're like in the in the store they were expensive. And I was like, I'm not buying you these. I forget what outlet we were, and one time we ran in like silver tab jeans, and I was like, oh, they're like twelve dollars a pair. I was in heaven because you know when you get older and and you there's like a point in your life where for like a guy when you say fashion matters, and I'm not talking our friend Dougie. Talking like me and you and like most regular <laughs> men, like fashion matters. It's like a straight line of, 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 if you look at the graph of not mattering as years go up. And then there's like three years where it spikes and then it just goes back to not giving a shit. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yeah. I, I'm at the point now where I pretty much wear uh, work swag all the time because, well, it's free. 
Yeah, well, we know one guy who only wa- it's his vacation wear. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes you love what you do so much you want to take it with you. All right, I just want to wear stuff that's a hoodie. <laughs> yeah, that's all I want to wear, hoodie. I I need something that's just gonna cover up all the hurt. That's <laughs> that's its job. <laughs> I've, as you know me, I have varying like degrees of hoodie. I have the, my mm-hmm. summer hoodies, which are really thin hoodies. And I have my winter hoodies, which are thicker hoodies. But I'm always wearing some form of long sleeves. Someone pointed out the other day how I'm rarely in short sleeves. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, oh, I always need the comfort of a hoodie, whether it be in summer or winter. And it doesn't need to be stylish. I can wear the same hoodie every day. I don't care. I wear the same jeans every day. I don't wash my fucking jeans. Why don't you think I'm a monster? No. You think I got all the time of a king? No. What are you going to do? Come over and smell my jeans? <laughs> now who's the weirdo? Yeah. But yeah, uh, fi- huge finds at outlet malls at the point where you cared about fashion were always cool. So I wanted to throw that in there. Um, but uh, yeah, that puts a squeezer at your final pick. And uh, here it is. Well, that's Vigo. Mr. Vigo. Vigs. Would you look this way, please? No, don't. No. No. Show me something. No. Mr. Vigo. No photographs, please. Slides are available in the gift shop. Eh? Yeah, thanks. Thank you, Winston. All right, thank you. You know what? Give me angry. Will you you give me angry if you've had a bad day? You're cranky? Yeah, thank you. Good. Good. Ooh, angrier. Ooh. I'm scared. You're scaring me. Stop it. Yeah. Good. Okay, walk for me. Talk for me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Give me hot and sexy. Can you do it? Oh, you can. Oh, boy. Show me some teeth. Come on. I bet the girls like you, huh? Huh? To the girls? To the guys? Bet they both do, huh? Huh? What about the animals? Do they like you? That's it. More. Yeah, come on. You're big. You're big. All right, destroy me. Destroy me now. Yeah. Destroy me. Yeah. 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 Give it. Give it. Yeah. We need to talk. (laughs) Great clip. I don't even care what your pick is. Oh, sorry. Hold on, Squeeze. Don't say anything. You weren't you weren't potted up. I'll start again. Great pick. I don't care what it what it is. It's a great <laughs> clip. Okay, so we're talking about Ghostbusters and malls. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, what else do what you do for a? What do I pull sound for a portrait studio? Uh, other than uh, the sounds of disappointment. Do you watch um, the Goldbergs? I do. That episode, there was like a whole episode about the portrait studio in a mall. Remember that? No, I gotta go. I, I don't, you know, catch everyone. I bounce I, around. I haven't watched it in two years, but uh, there was a uh, there was an episode. That's pretty funny. I gotta go track that one down. I could have used that potentially. Yeah. But then we wouldn't have Ghostbusters on the show. That's true. I I prefer the the Vigo. Swides that I get in the gift shop. <laughs> ah, thank you, Winston. Uh. Why are you came? Uh, Dana uh, is not here. There is nothing more horrific, I think, than uh, a mall portrait. Unless you are the most beautiful family in the world. Which we were not. Which we were not. No one is. No one. Those, those pictures hanging on the wall are just such a lie. Uh, you're, you're never going to create that look. And... Uh, Maybe someone out there listening to this used to work in the portrait studio, still works in the portrait studio. Maybe you're a brilliant photographer and you just love 
uh, you know, rather than exploring the world and, and you know, taking images and, and sharing the beauty of, of the planet across, you know, you know, society, you just, you know, you just want to make families happy and, and preserve the memories of, of the time. Because that's, that's what a portrait studio, that's what a picture does, is capture a moment in time. And nothing says a natural moment in time like everyone forced to smile, touching each other in front of a gray matte background. Yeah, exactly. Or neon uh, 80s. Ooh, yeah. Reconstruction. Uh, or, oh, if, if you get, like, the holiday ones and you get, like, the fireplace or something like that or... Uh, like some wreaths or yeah we had so i remember my mom taking us we did a couple um you know a, as kids and of course i found a bunch of like the the old ones of me just you know plopping the little pudgy red pudgy uh pudgy kid down on the floor and like just rattling shit and making squeaks just trying to get the kid to smile that's why i went out and bought a decent camera so because my kid not falling for that shit. He's like, I'm not going to smile for you. I'm not, you're not going to force, you don't just tell me to smile. <laughs> I'm going to smile if I'm happy. And right now I'm sitting on this cold floor in front of this awful lighting and, and I'm not happy. So I'm not going to smile. So that's why I had to go out and get one myself. I'm not happy. <clears throat> um, but my, my, so my personal experience uh, that I recall uh, there, there's two, and it's not not one isn't mine directly, but one is uh, my mom, my sister did a uh, mother daughter uh, matching dress uh, photo, and my mom framed it in a uh, like a gold plastic frame that you would get from like AC Moore in the back, and that hung on our wall for like 15 years. Uh, my sister's probably like seven or eight. And so she has like the little smile and stuff. And as she got older, it became the most horrific thing. And she absolutely hated it. But my mom refused to take it down. And now in hindsight, my, my sister absolutely loves it because it's like the sweetest little thing in the world. And you know she's going to force her kids to go do it. But the worst one was my sister and I in high school thought, Rather than try to put any effort into buying our parents and grandparents gifts, we would just get our picture taken together and frame it and give it to everyone. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's awful. I'm wearing... It, it's like we, we both were just doing like a Steve Jobs parody because we're both wearing like black turtlenecks. I have this awful... And I'm at my absolute fattest. Like I would have to cut weight to make heavyweight right now. And... Uh, my hair is all weird and just misshapen because I decided I'm going to put some product in. The same the same uh, L.A. Looks gel that I still have to this day. Um, and, and she's there, like, looking all like, look at me, I'm in a picture. And uh, I'm there trying to smile, but at the same time, when you smile, you show multiple chins. So I'm trying to hide these chins and awkwardly turn. And the best part about it is, they have a we're back to back and then turned profile to the camera. Oh my god, please, please post this. Please. <laughs> please just give it to me. I need this. I I need I don't have a lot in my life. I need this. It's so oh, it's so awkward. Um 
Oh, it, it's horrific. Maybe I'll, I'll, maybe I can just, I'll just smudge your face up a little bit. She's a, she's a civilian. She doesn't want to be a part of this. Um, yeah, just get this, get the fucking blur tool on and just. Yeah, that. You know what? Why not? I'll do, six, for sixty bucks a month, I can use the blur tool. It's about um, time you use something on there. Uh, but it, it's just, and it was hanging. It was. We just took it down. We actually threw it out uh the one that was hanging up in the wall at my dad's house because we everyone it exists it's out there we have it um wait you you threw wait wait back up you threw it out one of them yeah we gave it to all all the grandparents all my my mom still has it on in her house i would have liked to have been offered a chance to have this well you know it's 2018 i'll make you another copy of this Right. And we, you can head swap out my sister for you if you want. Um, oh yes, actually, I, I could. That do would that. be a great promotional piece. You know, Squeezer, you know how good I am at Photoshop. I can do that. Oh my god! Get me this, be... please. The people, <laughs> the fans need this. All right. Let let me get let me uh, get permission from her first. Um, I doubt she'll have a problem with me making an ass of myself. <laughs> Uh, so long as uh, her, she is removed from it. I don't. I don't think she'll have a problem. So she, her face will be swapped out for mine, and yes. everything will be fine. Can you, can you leave her hair in now? Absolutely. Come on. Okay. You know how Thanks. good I am in Photoshop. Uh, but but it has to be you. So let me find a date on that. It was probably. I'm gonna guess it was either '99 or 2000. I'm uh, maybe God, 2001. So you got to find a picture of yourself circa 2000, 2001 to put in there. I have plenty. So it matches me. Yeah. Wait, 2000, 2001, you got a picture? <laughs> I told you, we were in high school, and we didn't want to have to actually put in any effort in the Christmas shopping, so Wait, we all just... How you're you're like a year younger than me, right? Yeah. But I was... I graduated in 2000. Were you in high school, Squeezer? I mean, were you in college, Squeezer? Was this last year, Squeezer? No, no, it was like, no, well, yeah, I'm a year younger than you, but I was two years behind you in school. Oh, were you? Oh, well, that Yeah, it was... Oh, that's uh, when you, you graduated college in 06, that's right. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't necessarily, I wasn't held back, it was... Uh, um, it was the school, the, your birthday. It, it was everyone that we knew was a little younger than me, so they held me back just so I'd be with kids that I knew. Uh, yeah, because your birthday, you're almost like a year and two weeks younger than me, so your birthday yeah. is even like around, yeah. So. This place is looking a little run down. Yeah, hasn't been the same since they murdered the mayor's dad here. A J.C. Penney's used to be here. Mm. Now it's a collection of candle kiosks and Persian CD stores. How you doing, bro? We got the latest banabil, Uma Shang Shang, the flower song. Uma Shang Shang. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Simpsons in there, mall jokes. So, but I'm not talking about anything that has to do with that. I'm talking about getting haircuts at a mall, which I did for most of my life up until I became an adult. Uh, so my dad, if my dad had to take us, we were going Friday night when my mom was grocery shopping at Holiday Hair Salon in the mall. Still there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, all right. I wasn't sure. 
Uh, if if my grandpa, my dad, dad would take us, we'd go to CJ Barber's at the Whitehall Mall. Oh, yeah. Like an old style barber. We get our hair did, and then he'd take us to the Arby's inside the Whitehall Mall, you know, for, for dinner and, and have a little happy meal. One time Ooh, I got a treat. Yeah, you know, I got a funny story. So my dad, we're at, we're at the big mall, the Leah Valley Mall, which is the biggest mall in our area. And we were with my mom. My dad went to get his hair cut. And he comes back, and his hair is cut really short, and his, she, she, like his eyebrows look weird, and his hair is like all, all like, like crunchy. And we're like, "What the fuck happened?" He's like, "I don't, I don't want to talk about it." <laughs> <laughs> and he's telling the story. She, she, she asked if he wanted to take care of his eyebrows. He said, "Sure." So she just like whiffed him with the thing and shaved him down. And it, and but I'm saying, was I say she? It was a he, but he was. Um, he was a gay man, and he was very fancy. He was he was stylish, and he asked my dad if he wanted mousse or gel. <laughs> my dad wore no pro- no product in his hair, and if he did, it would it was consort hair hairspray, you know the hard stuff. Yeah, and the guy asked if we wanted mousse or gel. That line, we my brother and I would repeat over and over and over to get laughs for for months after that. Do you prefer mousse or gel? Uh, and my dad's bad haircut at the mall salon because he was forced. He didn't have time. My mom needed to go to the mall. He's like, all right, you take the kids. I'm going to go get my haircut. I don't have any other time to do it. I'm going to go to the salon. He went to the mall salon. <laughs> and they wanted to know if he wanted moisture gel. So that was always a fun story. But I, don't, I know there's still, obviously, salons and, and barbershops and malls. But, I, again, it's, it's never the same as it, it was. Yeah. Well, my, my first haircut was in the mall. But it was in the back of the record store where my dad had worked. So, like, <laughs> plop the kid down and, like, just snip, snip, snip. Uh, so they weren't official haircuts. It, it wasn't official. No, it was just, hey, this kid's hair is getting kind of long. Just cut it off. The no, only... I always went, like, we were loyal. We were, like, it was, like, Hank Hill loyal to, uh, uh, we had our, our barber the that only, we went to. The only tip at that barber shop was wear a hat for a few days. If you wouldn't have gone into your next line, I had that joke ready for your your record store barber shop squeezer. Oh, sorry. That's all right. I wasn't that good of a joke anyway. Oh, but sorry. yeah, this was a happy hundredth episode, squeezer. Happy hundredth episode, buddy. Great job. Same to you. This was fun. Even though I have to stay up all night tonight, cutting out our five hundred. Well, my five hundred mistakes. <laughs> no. Uh, it'll, it'll only take me till about 3 a.m., so I should be good. But maybe next time I won't make as many mistakes, and I won't have to stay up all night fixing them. Well, it maybe, you know, in, in 100 shows from now, maybe we won't have to worry about that. Fingers crossed. Four years from yeah. now. Two years from now. But uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, we're going to be a little earlier next week to beat Thanksgiving. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, because we got a Thanksgiving. We're thankful for some things next week. And oh, shit. Yeah. Shit. You got to be thankful for something, Squeezer. Start thinking of what you're thankful for. But uh, we did this last year. Yes. So I, I already was thankful for all the things I'm thankful for. Well, you got to be more thankful for more than five things nope. in your life, Squeezer. Five things. That's it. Oh, yeah. My, my family. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see you next week. And thanks for staying with us through 100 episodes. And we'll see you for 100 more. I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. Good night.